Hello, King. <laughs> Greetings, King. How's it going? <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, hello, Breadheads, as well. Welcome to the 76th episode of Fake Fresh, a podcast about Subway sandwiches. Wow. It's a beautiful day to talk sandwich with you, uh, Ty. Mm-hmm. Oh, but boy, would I kill... Shining. Would I kill for a can of mud right now? I'm so parched and I'm so tired. <laughs> Hoping you can oh. energize me on this uh, beautiful day. Uh, I absolutely can. We got a lot of ingredients to get through today. It's a. Mm-hmm. This is like a mo- more items on the menu than a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. It's an everything sandwich kind of day. Mm-hmm. But I I already got the mud rolling. I'm gonna sip in on some drip. A drip sip, if you will. I got my Burt's Bees locked and loaded. Nice. Uh, pinky wet. <laughs> you, you're not going to get through a 30-minute episode of Think Fresh with chapped lips. You'll be mm-hmm. bleeding by the end of it. You need lubricated lips. Mm-hmm. At the speed, we're going to be flapping our gums. <laughs> gross. Um, <laughs> Super gross. I hate so... myself for saying that. <laughs> wow. So you're back in... Uh... Back in uh, downtown, hey, you're back. Back in the grid. Outside of in... uh, outside of the mm-hmm. suburbs. Actually, I shouldn't even say suburbs. You were you were in the middle of nowhere last week. That's a fact. Yeah, uh, another super feel? spreader adventure. It's great. Um, my morale is good. My Wi-Fi is even better. <laughs> um, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, just I'm excited to be at Urbanite. the The thing with being at Urbanite, Eric, is that the best part is you get to role play other lifestyles like that's the whole point you like go to farmland and you role play being a farmer and it kind of has this romantic connotation where the real farmhands are like mm-hmm. struggling day-to-day working class subway visitors but you get yeah. to just like role play it for a week you you can like role play being a construction worker you can role play being anything you want anywhere yeah, that's, that's right. what's yeah that's why can, we do uh, it you can go camping and pretend to be an outdoorsy type of person totally that's why cabin uh, go... exists <laughs> you can go to subway you can pretend to be you know making minimum wage or mm-hmm. in high school mm-hmm. um what else what else can you role play as a as a city dweller you can pretend mm. to be homeless if you want yep you can I live in a van I'll... only only people from cities decide to live in a van for two months <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's some oh. romantic association with like being off the grid as an Uh urbanite but like if you're off the grid in a rural community you're like just poor yeah exactly if you are yeah if you're so tightly connected with you know social media you know you have got fiber optic internet directly into your dome Mm -hmm. you got you know a 4k tv in in the house you're you're just Mm -hmm. dying to be like you know speaking to nature for like a month you just don't want to. Mm-hmm. You don't want to have any notifications at all for a whole month. Mm-hmm, that seems totally. like a nice thing. Yeah, it's definitely an aspirational thing. But every time you leave your like six hundred square fifty square foot apartment, you're role playing. <laughs> like, even if you hit up, you go up the ski hills. It's like you're, you're bombing down the ski hill. You're like role playing the life of someone who likes sports. When like mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to think that you're like a skier, but also you like live in like the thirtieth floor of an apartment. Hmm. So if you it's like your your apartment's taller than the hill, like a higher elevation than the hill. Yeah, totally. Wow. So if you live in downtown, then you are a generalist. Mm-hmm. You you actually enjoy doing so many things that you can't decide. So you you so you choose to live somewhere that has access to everything. Yeah, I think so. 
it's for if the you indecisive. Were, um, like if you were like a surfer through and through and you didn't care about like using a bicycle or anything like mm-hmm. that, then you'd probably live in like Hawaii or Australia or, or Tofino or something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you were at, like a snowboarder, you'd live in Whistler. But because mm-hmm. we, you know, frequent the um, Burrard and Hornby, <laughs> Burrard and Robson location of Subway, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we actually prefer to do many things and we don't, we don't commit to one. Absolutely. And I actually think like if you look at trend graphs, the rise of Subway perfectly parallels the rise of urbanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it's because Subway appeals to the generalist or at least the generalist mindset that craves variety. Mm-hmm. I, you can see like there's been, like urbanism has been tapering off in like Western cities over the last couple of years. And the coronavirus has only increased um, that kind of uh, delusion of people. But you'll see that in the graph of subway visits too. Like I bet you this has been a record bad year for subway. Wow. This is definitely something we should look at. Is subway publicly traded? <laughs> no, sir. It's, it's Damn. franchised. Damn. Uh, but get this, this is some big news in the way world of the way subway. It turns out has been uh, considering a buyout. A buyout. Yep. What does that so, mean exactly for my um, uh, been stupid talking... little ears? <laughs> Your stupid little brain. Uh, well, Eric, Subway has been in talks, in conversations with Arby's and Burger King to see if no. either of those franchises would scoop up. No, little cursed, little old way. Not cursed Arby's and cursed Burger King. Wow, damn. Yeah. This could be potentially a very sad day for the breadheads. <laughs> it, it would be. Can you imagine? I know. Um, Canadian darling of Canadians Tim Hortons fell victim to Burger King's wrath only a year or two ago will Subway be next oh is that why they introduced like the Beyond Sausage (laughs) (laughs) or wait is that why they canceled the Beyond Sausage because it was good wasn't it Mm -hmm. Tim Hortons Beyond Sausage was um I'd say like industry best practice (laughs) (laughs) wow it was world-class sausage yeah so i don't know if this uh deal is gonna go through i think they're kind of in like the cheese and bread selection stage of the um Mm. purchase Mm. i read online that last february just after subway laid off 300 people with the assistance of local police another parallel between subway and blue lives matter at the Um, hq at the hq yep The CEO told employees that the company wants to turn the brand around, um, do something new with it. Uh, These motherfuckers, man. Yeah. So then then they started having talks with all of these other fast food institutions. (sighs) So what do you think about that, Eric? What do you think about a Subway Burger King play? I think it's awful. Um, Burger King, as we know, is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they, not, not long ago, it's pretty recent. They did the, uh, like $2 for 10 nuggets, mm-hmm. <laughs> which sounds just like incredible. Right. And you go into the nuggets and it's like worse than freezer nuggets. Mm-hmm. It's like, what ter- do you expect terrible. from a 20 cent nugget? Exactly. So that's what I, I imagine will happen in Subway. Like right now, Subway, the only thing holding them up is this fallacy that they are fresh Mm-hmm. And as soon as um, Burger King foot lettuce stomp, stomps their way in, do you think that's going to change? I absolutely think so. <laughs> Damn, it will not be good for the Subway brand. 
And wow. like, there's only a few things that are going good for the Subway brand. And one of them is the freshness fallacy. Yeah, absolutely. So mm-hmm. how does something, it's like, um, it's like when San Pellegrino, you know, is being owned by Nestle and the whole time you're sipping on your fine magnesium rich sparkling water, you're thinking like, wow, mm-hmm. like I'm sending my, my $20 to, uh, to big Nestle. Mm -hmm. they're stealing stealing water from ancient lakes with like Mm -hmm. mollusk colonies that have been there since antiquity Mm -hmm. just scraped away Mm -hmm. so while the thoughts in the back of my mind i'm also competent enough to realize that the taste of template greeno is irreplaceable and they somehow managed to maintain that even after being bought out by crooked nestle so I, I, I pray to, I pray to Jesus that <laughs> if Burger King scoops up Subway, that, you know, the purple spinach will remain the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hope that this uh, <laughs> spinach is as dry and wrinkly as it ever was. Exactly. I love, though, that you're, like, making these bold claims about San Pellegrino water. Like, it's an irreplaceable flavor of water. <laughs> Absolutely. And if you, if you can't recognize the nuance of, um, you know, magnesium-rich San Pellegrino, which has, you know, mm-hmm. been proven to lengthen your life. Um, then I don't know. I don't you know. Don't even deserve to drink sparkling water if you can't tell yeah. the difference. You might. You probably own a Soda Stream if, if that's the case. <laughs> and whatever, dude. Soda Stream is for um, sparkling water aficionados. Quite the opposite, because you just admitted to not knowing the difference. <laughs> so I don't. I don't. Know I, don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't oh, know that. Busted. Whatever. Damn. You're going to upgrade okay. to the ARC? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't know how I feel about the ARC. The challenge with the ARC is that it is just a, a skin. It's like buying a skin for your mm. soda stream system. We both know that ARCs were dribble designers. Let's get it. Let's be real. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Or like people who, it's like basically the riced out Subaru version of sparkling water. Absolutely. Yeah. You got the Subaru, you got the Lego Porsche on your desk. You know, <laughs> you know the deal. Yeah, you. Yeah, you got a Cosbear next to the Porsche. That's that's the kind of person who has an arc. Damn, it is such cause energy, isn't it? <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's, it's a... kind of a. I think the arc's a brand whore play. I don't know. I think like if you're gonna do the Soda Stream thing, do stick to stick to the Pfizer of sparkling <laughs> waters. Don't buy this. Arc is like the Moderna. Yeah, Arca might even be the one-shot Johnson & Johnson. Um, <laughs> You're going to get clots in your CO2 piping. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. I got to go. I got to keep it real. I got to stick with my sample Greeno, and I got to stick it with my Subway. I don't know if I can mm-hmm. stomach um, a Burger King buyout. No, and I don't want to believe that I'm going to Burger King two, three, ten times a week. You know, I, I, I wouldn't be able to keep that up. Yeah. So we'll we'll keep the breadheads in the loop as more information hits the news on this uh, controversial historic deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, we'll just focus on uh, mm-hmm. tried and true Subway. Yeah, it's also kind of like buying uh, buying an Audi and knowing all the parts are from your neighbor's Volkswagen. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. I do think the. Um, quality of ingredient would suffer a little bit and also mm-hmm. the they might start messing with the palette itself like 
I could see that Burger King, despite their um, similar brand pro- proposition of have it your way, I feel like they would limit the number of ingredients on the menu rather than expand it. I, you know, I think like if a Lego or an Ikea were to purchase Subway, I'd be very excited. Co- companies that believe in um, creating building blocks or like systems, system design companies. Wow, that, that would be truly inspirational. Um, do you think there is a chance that, you know, Crooked DK will nudge Subway in the more fast food direction um, versus, you know, keeping it where it is now in this like weird gray area? And by gray mm-hmm. area, I mean like the coloring of the bun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's either like <laughs> the black chart of the bun or the white center of your tomato slices. Yeah. The whole spectrum. I think that they will, the first thing that BKXX will do is try to see if they can squeeze a <laughs> fryer into that like 200 square foot uh, restaurant back. Wow. Does that mean we might actually get real chicken parm sandwiches? Potentially, but it might come at the cost of ditching, say, the toaster, the panini press, that mac and cheese soup container. <laughs> Who knows? One got All go. of our favorite things. Yeah. Go- we can't have it all. Yeah. I mean, I'd be in favor of introducing some uh, fast food energy into this otherwise, um, you know, health is wealth place that we mm-hmm. call Subway. Um but I hope they actually try to push in the opposite direction. Like, what if they, you know, because they own both BK and Subway and potentially other places, they could just, like, lean into um, having two separate ideas, right? Like, one is, like, mm-hmm. a healthy place, one's, like, a fast food place. So they could make Subway mm-hmm. even healthier. Mm-hmm. Then they control the whole fast food ecosystem then. Mm-hmm. Lean into it. Mm-hmm. I like that. I hope that's the um, perspective they would take if this deal goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some other other interesting news here, Eric, regarding Subway. Um, much like Drake revealing that he has a son, Subway is finally revealing <laughs> that it's um, acceptable to put potato chips in your sandwich. Oh, God. Yep. So... Uh, this is happening in the UK. They love their crisp sandwiches over there. Um, and Subway is finally acknowledging that this is a, a thing that's happening and they're starting to stand behind it, even boasting that this unique British delicacy deserves a place at Subway. Interesting. And so they think that's a unique British thing to put chips in your sandwich? Uh, apparently, it's one of Britain's most ingenious small pleasures. <laughs> A crisp sandwich, they call it. Wow. Or just crisps if you are uh, in, near Buckingham. Wow, these blokes. Um, you know, I have noticed also that they'll put fries in their sandwich. So mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. really a chip sandwich. <laughs> it's not too far from that. And like, we've talked about this a lot on the pod. We've, we've done the whole chip in sandwich thing. We've talked about mashed potato chips. Like, there's obviously a potato play here. Maybe... Big, big, big Burger King can support uh, Subway in this endeavor. But uh, it's just, it's exciting to see Subway acknowledging that this is an, an acceptable mm-hmm. menu option and perhaps encouraging it to open up a flood of, of new sandwich possibilities mm-hmm. to kind of your, your retail sandwich goer. 
Mm-hmm. It's it's not unlike um, Coinbase going public and opening the floodgates for new crypto investors. Mm-hmm. You know, being acknowledged by the institutions is very important. I think so too. Um, much like Subway, there, you know, this podcast has an ongoing theme of potatoes. We have the <laughs> yeah. um, genderless potato head episode. Mm-hmm. We have the mm-hmm. mashed potato chip episode. We talked mm-hmm. about brick and cheese which has Mm -hmm. fries inside the brick. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Not only that, Eric, but you and I are potatoes ourselves as hosts. We're potatoes? Mm -hmm. Uh, So I just want to like... (laughs) No, I'm going to move past that. (laughs) I want to... So we need appropriate terminology. I think it's important for the breadheads to all understand how they need to be sandwich literate if they're going to go into a subway and attempt to order a potato chip crusted sandwich this episode feels um, like a fever dream dude <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's there's two terms you need to know eric the first one is crisp in and the second one is crisp out i see eric's writing them down feverishly right now so crisp in eric that's you're asking for it in the sandwich crisp out that means you want it on the side that's mm-hmm. the old-fashioned way of eating potato chips mm-hmm. so just take that take what you would from that just want us yeah. to be like well-versed in the um the literature of the, mm-hmm. the sandwich speak, if you will. Yeah. So are you, you know, drop us a comment on Instagram. Are you an innie or an outie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, where do you stand? <laughs> uh, you know, Ty, we have to address some recent tragic news that happened. Um, I couldn't I couldn't go another minute on the podcast without saying, addressing the uh, elephant, or should I say the dogs in the room? Um, oh, Okay. Because, you know, get, our, get at me, dog, because our beloved DMX has passed away. This is actually sad mm. as fuck. Um, sad. But Oof. the reason why I wanted to talk about this on the pod as well, because when doing some research, I found someone on Twitter had shared a story of them interacting with DMX at Subway. <laughs> of course. And that just sounds hilarious off the off top. So let me just dive into this quick little story here. So. Apparently, this person had met DMX in line at a subway in LA. Um, mm-hmm. They were in line, so they were they were talking a little bit. Um, and then, as he was leaving, the sandwich lady had asked this guy for his name um, because he said that the guy looked familiar, but she didn't know him. And so she talked as she was saying that she was talking loud enough for DMX to hear her. And then, as he exits the store, he says. I'm Ja Rule, and then leaves. <laughs> so I'm Ja Rule. Yeah, so I thought it was pretty oh. funny. We all we all what love DMX, and he's he's very missed. But I wanted to share that little tidbit. I thought it was hilarious. Mm, yeah, that's great. Uh, so he left that sandwich artist um, hoodwinked, led astray, mm-hmm. bamboozled. Mm-hmm. Subway's a place to troll and be trolled. Mm-hmm. Everyone's playing a game there. Mm-hmm. It is humbling to know that even someone who's had the success of DMX still craves a footlong once in a while. Oh, yeah. We've seen countless celebrities frequent the way. Um, mm-hmm. And if you haven't been spotted at the way, then you at least know your order. Like, there's no Absolutely. way that you haven't been to Subway. Yeah, you, you don't You don't have a, a fa- if you don't have a favorite sandwich, you're I don't know. You're probably from a different country. Yeah. Like uh, everyone has yeah. everyone has their own sandwich. 
Um, everyone has their own Subway story. They might have fallen in love at mm-hmm. Subway. They might have gone mm-hmm. to Subway when their heart was broken. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have fallen out of love at Subway. <laughs> yeah, they they maybe saw what their partner ordered and then fallen out of love with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, they've gone. Perhaps there. they lost weight. Perhaps they gained weight. Who knows? Yeah, you might have pulled up at four a.m. looking for a cheap thrill, love. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, this is this is this is this is wild though. Like, so now we know DMX patron Subway. Mm-hmm. He died at fifty, too young. Um, but all the reports say he died from a catastrophic cardiac arrest. Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, Eric, but that has meatball marinara written oh, no. all over it. <laughs> Shit. Dude, he uh wow, he really let the dogs out on that one. Um wow, so he didn't even go beyond meatball. Or maybe that was what he got and it you know, the artificial meatball doesn't mess around. The artificial meat um just clogged him all all, all the way up. Um mm-hmm. they did they did say he overdosed, so he could have added too many sauces to his meatball marinara, which is already saucy. Yeah, probably. That's what that would that would take anybody down, even someone as big as DMX. Absolutely. Imagine having him order a sandwich. I think like that'd be the scariest thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, do you want two foot long, sir? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's that? What's that one album cover where he's like covered in blood? Was that actually marinara uh, sauce? Oh shit! <laughs> was that um, was that money, money, power, and respect? Is that what that's called? I think it's blood of blood of my blood, flesh of my flesh, or something. Flesh of my blood. Yeah, yeah. That's marinara sauce. Marinara, buddy. Absolutely. Wow. I was I was reading through in honor of him. I was reading through the lyrics of Exclu Give It To You the other day, and there's. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to reach too far, but there's a lot of overlap with like, it's almost like he was role playing being a sandwich artist when he wrote this song. Lines like "knock knock, open up the door, it's real" with a nonstop pop pop of stainless steel, dude. That tells me he's just getting a footy out of the toaster, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, that is good. Damn, and I, I'm just like taking a rip through here right now, and there's like, quite a few lines that line up like that. Um, first, we're gonna meet, then we're gonna toast, then we're gonna veg, wrap it up, let it go. I think that's what the line was, right? I can't really remember. I'm just riffing. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Rest in peace, GMX. <laughs> There's um quite a few uh Twitter Twitter stories of DMX actually. Um these are pretty interesting. <laughs> For some reason, like people are equating uh eating their tuna sandwich uh from Subway and listening to DMX It's Dark and Hell is Hot <laughs> as them vibing on their mm. lunch break. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like that is the that is the play on a lunch break is like just like unwrap your foot foot long and then put your corded headphones in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually I walked past a construction crew just a few hours ago and they were both sipping on that bright green and yellow subway cup, plastic straw included. Mm-hmm. Double cup. 
Double cupped, yeah. <laughs> Fuck the environment. <laughs> Incredible. It's crazy. Yeah, you see it a lot more actually out in the boonies when I was um super spreading throughout back in the land of com- combustion engines and plastic straws and no air pods. The uh <laughs> the construction crews love it out there. Subway every day. That is true. Subway is the people's sandwich. The people's sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't don't blow it, Burger King. That's the way it should stay. Absolutely. Um have it is is that actually BK's thing, have it your way? Mm-hmm. Which is perfect for Subway. Can you like can you customize your burger? <laughs> I don't think so. Wow. So it's a it's a fat lie, and that's why I don't trust him. I don't trust him with this acquisition. Mm-hmm. And uh Burger King is uh you know, the patriarchy that we're trying to dismantle. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... We're trying to democratize eating. They're gonna fumble the bag of all of their it's so sad. Mm. You're really going to let another uh, king mansplain to you what to get on your sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't think this episode's going to get any better than that line, so let's call it there. <laughs> that is true. We do have to run. Um, but it's been swell talking to you, Breadheads, and we'll see you on Friday. Absolutely. Think fresh, everybody. Ciao.